0: Uh, hi, this is uh, Mike, and I have a special guest today back by Popular Demand. Oh, yeah. Pat is with us. Hello, everyone. And uh, yeah, so we're on our way to the river this morning. We're going to do some rafting and raft guide training. And we thought we'd just chit chat a little bit on the way. What do you think, Pat? Sounds good, I'm excited about rafting. <laughs> Not about chit-chatting. <laughs> but we just we just came through a little bit of a uh, rough morning. Yeah, yeah. You wanna tell us about that, Pat? Yeah, well, I was um, getting ready to
1: go rafting and um, just kinda doing some household chores and stuff outside, picking weeds. And I let my dogs, who, I have two dogs, and one of them's really kinda getting old. And uh, she just wandered off, like about an hour ago. And, well, an hour and a half ago, probably now, and I just went out searching for her on my bike. Couldn't find her anywhere. Mike's coming over, and I call him, and (laughs) then he joins the the search. We're all searching, the neighbors are looking. Nobody can find her anywhere for about an hour. And uh, anyway. I found her, brought her back home. My wife's crying on her knees.
0: The dog seems to be fine yeah. and unfazed from the ordeal. But we are all suffering.
1: <laughs> and I'm tired, getting ready to go to the river.
0: You know, it's funny. I, it would be interesting if you could see, like, from a bird's eye view of the the process of her wandering off and what that actually looks like.
1: Yeah, that would, it would be interesting. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. probably
0: little by little. She's doing little circles back to you and from you. and Just sniffing here and there. Yeah, at the, some point she just gets let off little by little. It's not she, like she decided to go, what, how far was she from home? About a half kilometer? Less?
1: Yeah, and yeah, less than half
0: a It's not like there. she decided to go on a half kilometer voyage away from you. But, you know, little by little, she just, yeah, got yeah. away. And when I found her, she was n- not
1: looking for our house at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, she's senile. Yeah, yeah, she's she's getting old. Man, she's a beautiful dog. Wish you guys could see her. Beautiful golden retriever named Condi. Named after? Uh, Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> yeah. She's probably getting a little bit old and senile by these days. Who knows? <laughs> she's, she's pretty young, still. Is she still I young? I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not super yeah. Not in dog years, she wouldn't be young. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's interesting uh, how, you know, you... <clears throat> you never plan to go very far from God, but, man, little by little, you just sniff that, you sniff this, and you're... You know, we can be led away pretty far before we or anyone else knows it.
1: Yeah, you know? Yeah, one of our little... You know, our senses get... Caught on to one thing, and then that leads to a another similar thing, and uh, before you know it, we we forget where we were going.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the senses, right? The, the desires, their your, your appetites, or or whatever it is, even just curiosity, I guess, uh, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, unchecked, um, yeah, it can lead us away. It's kind of like me when I've got a chore to do and I sit down at the computer to do it, but you know, I just look at Facebook just for a second. Mm. Before you know it, I look up and I've been on Facebook for an hour and uh, haven't gotten anything done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We tend to wander off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that means we're senile or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a short memory, though. Uh, before we uh, started recording, we were talking about um, something that happened the last couple of days, and we, uh, Pat and I, and uh, Johnny, Johnny's been on the podcast before, we get together um, usually once a week, probably more like three times a month anyway, and uh, have kind of a morning meeting on, on Thursdays, and... We're, we're kind of in the midst of a new endeavor. Yeah. We've, we've all been in the same gathering. Uh, and I've talked about this on the podcast a bit. But anyway, we've, mm. we've uh, since become, one gathering has become two. And uh, Pat and Johnny, along with uh, Johnny's wife, Bethany, and Koichi, are kind of the, the spearhead of that group. Yeah. And we were talking about um, some of the challenges that have come up. What are some of the challenges that have come up in that Well, some of the challenges, it's a university, it's
1: on campus, and so it's with students. We're trying to reach, we're working with students. We're just trying to uh, be with students and um, uh, let them share our worship and our time together. Uh, once a week, we usually meet. Um, and some of the, Challenges are, we have some days we have just 20, you know, over 20 people show up, and that's pretty overwhelming. It's really tough to, for me, um, it's tough to, oh, was that a snake? No, it's tough to have any kind of intimacy. Uh, Which is what we were sort of I was hoping to have in that group Um, uh, Smaller group with but you know, I mean we know that this is just a Sort of a phase we're going through
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting we this, This what this started back in April or end of March, maybe? April, yeah. In so this March. is something like the
1: thirteenth week,
0: I think. Oh, wow. John, Johnny said. Yeah, thirteenth like week. And I remember in the beginning it was it was pretty sparse, right? You guys were worried on the opposite end. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was just us hanging out. Yeah, which that, was fine. Yeah, and <laughs> but now it's it's a bit overwhelming and that's you know, it's it's funny. <laughs> Sometimes you get what you wish for and Yeah, <laughs> you know, what you pray for and and that's not what you thought it was going to be right the expectations are a little bit different
1: yeah yeah. and people are coming for for all kinds of different reasons you know
0: Um, which is fine food is a big one free food yeah because we always cook something that's why I show up (laughs) when the menu is what I want to eat (laughs) Uh,
1: but I mean I think food is an awesome thing especially at 6pm 7pm I mean you gotta eat something yeah, might as well
0: eat together. If you're a student, you've been studying all day, and yeah, you know, and the atmosphere that, that you guys have uh, in that room is real nice. And you know, there's sofas and and uh, guitars and, and, and uh, food and drink, and so it's real nice. It's a very nice place for students to come into and feel welcome. Yeah. Um.
1: So we're trying to keep it. Um, well, we're trying not to manage. It too much but at the same time with 20 something people that is really a tough thing hey. it ends up being just a hangout fest a lot you know so that's yeah. one thing that's uh, going through the mind of Johnny and me How, what 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 is going it's a little different from what we expected uh-huh.
0: you know? Well, Pat has put me onto a, a podcast and an author uh, named Wayne Jacobson. And he wrote a book, Finding Church. I think I did a, a review on that in a previous podcast. Uh, but he has his own podcast and it's been going for quite a while. And it's uh, pretty wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so I've been listening to that this week. And he he's, he's talked a lot about um, significance and the need for... Uh, those of us in the church to feel significant and to do significant things for the kingdom. Uh, and that, you know, just that quest to be the, the, the best or the biggest or the fastest or the strongest or whatever that that we humans have inside of us. And uh, anyway, he, he talked about one thing that we often do, and I think they're kind of related to that quest for significance, is we often take Credit for what God is doing, and in in uh, Wayne and his uh, partner Brad's uh, experience, taking credit for what God does is usually a death sentence to an endeavor, or to the life of it. I think, or to the life of it. right. it it kind of loses its loses its its spirit almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, And so, (laughs) funny thing that kind of happened to me a little bit in talking about this, this second gathering that, that Pat's involved with, uh, and we we've realized the need that we need to be careful. Uh, and there was two sides of that coin, right? Yeah. So not take credit, not take credit.
1: Um, cause we tend to want to make ourselves significant by taking credit. Uh, but also on the other hand, on the other side of it, um, not, feel the pressure of making it happen uh, yeah. that if it is you know truly in Christ that it's going to have a life that's separate from what we're doing actually mm-hmm. I mean
0: in a way so uh, <laughs> in uh, the Chronicles of Narnia uh, all I can think of is the movie right now and after to look at what the book says exactly, but at one point, As, uh, Aslan, I said Asley, <laughs> Aslan, Aslan leaves uh, the uh, group, I think it's the end of the first, the second book, The uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He leaves without really saying goodbye, and, and there's Lucy uh, talking to Mr. Tumnus, and, and Lucy says, you know, will he come back? And Mr. Tumnus says, well, we don't know. He's not a tame lion. In other words, you know, we he, he's not... Uh, the Spirit is not confined to our desires. The Spirit does what the Spirit will. Uh, and God does what He will. And we must adjust to Him, not Him to us. Uh, and I think that's one of the... Maybe the, the thing that will keep us... Trusting in the life that we've been given, anything, and just let it be what the spirit wants it to be. Well, see, that's the problem. I mean, finding
1: or deciphering what the spirit is doing is is like <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's very obvious, and other times um, I'm clueless. Truthfully, honestly, yep. <laughs> to where I'm asking, God, come on, just kind of give me a hint to where we're going here um, so that I can try to be a part of it, I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Or at least not get in the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Frank Viola is coming out with a book, hopefully in August, I think, That's that I believe is all about Finding the voice of Jesus or hearing the voice of Jesus, or, mm. or recognizing the voice of Jesus, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, but we've been reading about that in John this week, which is uh, you know the I think the the first step is the reality that as sheep that belong to Jesus, we're supposed to know his voice. Know his voice, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. like a that's an expected thing. That's a given. Yeah. And so. Perhaps what we have to do is uh, quiet down all the other voices that are drowning him out, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if, you know, in
1: these modern times with so many different things, distractions, if if it's more difficult to see or hear the voice of Jesus than in the past. I'm not sure, but... uh, I don't know. It's definitely those things are distracting for sure
0: well have you been tempted to take up pokemon go no you want to, you want to try that no actually i'm not even i'm not even <laughs> sure what it is <laughs> i haven't really seen it but people are talking about it oh yeah and uh, apparently what you do is you use your phone and it it coordinates with google maps and you walk around your town trying to find and collect different Pokemons. Are they real? No, physical? They're, they're only in your phone, but but, okay. the, but the buildings and everything are, are real. real. Okay. And you're seeing it, it's like another lens that you're seeing reality through. You're seeing virtual reality. It's an app you download, though, right? I guess so. I don't know. I, have okay. no idea. Huh. I haven't even seen a screenshot, I've just heard of it. But you know. <laughs> We kind of need that that kind of a, a lens for Jesus, right? A spiritual, a spiritual way that we we, is what I'm looking for. Translate our world into because you know Jesus is everywhere and He's yeah. working everywhere. Uh, and I don't mean everywhere, everywhere. I mean in a lot of places. There there are opportunities around us all the time where Jesus is and He's working. And and uh, you know, being able to to have a device like that that says, "Oh, I wish there's Jesus." It was a nap. Yeah, be, it'd be nice if Jesus there was
1: go. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, collect, collect different Jesuses. Different Jesuses. That'd <laughs> be pretty great. No, to be able to see that. Oh, there's something over in here. You know. <gasps> in this. Even in this building, there's something going on here, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well I think that's the spirit, right? I think when the spirit is given free reign in us and it's and it's not um, it's not ever gonna be the loudest shouter in the room. I mean that, that's how I look at it. The spirit mm. um, is talking but there are other things that are louder than him. Yeah. Uh, and He's just waiting for us to take those things away to be heard better. And I think that's kind of what the Spirit is. The Spirit will lead us and guide us to the places where, where, where He's already ahead of us working. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what the Spirit is. The Spirit is, is our app. We need a Spirit app.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess the Spirit is our app. Yeah. As you said. Being open, making yourself available to—if—if if you have such a busy life that you can't
0: uh, even encounter or be bothered with—you know—I'm busy. I don't have time. Yeah, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of on that note, I had a had a let's call it a conversation instead of an argument on Facebook this week okay. with a very dear friend. I posted a a uh, video. I don't know. Did you see it? Did you finally watch it? Uh, no, I didn't. The I comedian? never watched it.
1: No, okay. I read some of the comments.
0: <laughs> Did you read it before Matt? Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> Did you read it before my friend deleted everything? No, he deleted everything. Yeah, he I deleted I, all of I guess of, I read it He told me it. he was going to delete all his. And then mine were sitting there hanging with no no context.
1: Ah, so you deleted and So I deleted
0: those. all mine as well. But uh, LJ seems to have left all hit. That's another word <laughs> Anyway, they don't listen to this podcast. Uh, anyway, it was, it was interesting and I, I, have, I have utmost respect for my friend who I shall remain unnamed from now on, hopefully, uh, but he, okay, so the, the video had a lot of profanity. It was a comedian making a point uh, about the direction that America's heading right now. And We don't know the <clears throat> whether this guy's a believer. Probably not. Yeah, I I think it has to be. Re- regardless, he it's, his his final words, at least in that clip that I saw, yeah, uh, were very much Jesus um, talk. Okay. And, and what he said was, you know, you can't you can't defeat hate with hate. Only love defeats hate. Mm. And he says, love doesn't always defeat hate but only love can, can't defeat hate. Mm, right.
1: Okay.
0: And, uh, and I, I, thought that was a great thing for a comedian to say to an audience. And this was a big audience, a very, very popular comedian, apparently. Uh, and he, he used a lot of profanity up front, mostly aimed at, um, supporters of Donald Trump. <coughs> Excuse me. And called them dumb, dumb as uh, as the S word, <laughs> yeah. and uh, things like this so I went ahead and posted but I did put on a warning if you're sensitive to language don't listen uh, and my friend didn't heed the warning he listened to it anyway but mostly what bothered him was besides the profanity itself was that a lot of people he knew uh, missionaries and Christians that he knew were, were clicking like <laughs> To the video, even well, though it was completely laced with profanity.
1: But they were liking the end of the video. Of course, love overcomes hate. Of you course, know, love is the only thing.
0: That... Yeah. So pretty much what what I felt was I, I was accused of that the guy was being accused less than I was because I I posted it. That means those words become my words, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You. Agree and so, with it or you Yeah. So if I post that and I put my stamp of approval on it, all of the profanity that's in the video is now coming from me in a sense, right? And I think that's what was bothering him, that everybody that liked or clicked that, now they are in a sense, at least in a Facebook sense, <laughs> are speaking with the same profanity and the, the same unkind words. For example, calling people dumb, he felt was not, was not a, a Christ-like way to act. So I kind of want to talk about that because there's maybe there's some things that will come up uh, that you can think of. But Jesus once in a while used unkind words to talk about certain people's decisions.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: For example, he would call, and even uh, uh, John the Baptist did the same thing, they both called the Pharisees vipers, Yeah. brood of vipers, Mm -hmm. snakes, he called them snakes. About it because even if even if you don't praise God, these these rocks and trees will rise up and praise Him or something like that. Which almost means they're smarter than you. So in, in a sense, you could take that as saying you guys are less with it than these rocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think trees. there's a lot
1: of cultural, you know, I mean Exactly. There yeah. may be they may be profane things in that culture. Whereas we, we hear them
0: now and Right. Yeah, you know, he right. called me a rock. Yeah. And the thing is, just, just like this comedian, he used all that up front to kind of soften the audience up, I think, to mm-hmm. shock them a little bit, to get them off balance a little bit so that he could deliver that final mm-hmm. truth. And I think it was very effective now. I don't think, I don't think we should all employ the, the same language necessarily, but he comes from a culture and probably hangs out with people who use that kind of language all the time. It's, it's language, right? At some point, profanity becomes language. When I was a kid, we couldn't say the word, but. That was bad language in my house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, of course, anything worse than that was bad language. But we couldn't even say the word, but. We had to say the word, bottom. Oh, wow. But that's yeah. changed now. And now you hear, you know, uh, <laughs> even worse words used in, in more polite company. Yeah, You know, language kind of evolves, um, and yeah, so. And those people there in the audience
1: weren't shocked to hear him speaking. That he's a comedian.
0: He's a famous guy. That's how he always speaks. That's why they're there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They they wouldn't have bought tickets. Sure, it had to be an audience of five thousand people. That's my guess. It was a big a big hall, not a small hall okay. by any by any stretch. Um, and yeah, so. All right, so, so going back to the Pokemon Go thing and finding out where Jesus is, my, my point to him was, if we if we write people off because we don't like the language they use and refuse to see the seeds of Jesus working in their lives, we'll never get close enough to them to lead them to a truer place. If okay. language offends us, just the words people say, not the things they do, but the words they use. If that is so offensive to us that we refuse to to um, engage them, right? Yeah. Uh, then they're lost. You know that, that it's a barrier we've put up that we we cannot even get. You know. That, that we refuse to go past because of their language. It's almost like saying, well, clean up your language and then I'll tell you about Jesus. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why did you post that? Why were you thinking that at the when you posted it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, of course not, no. Um, actually, when I listened to it again, I was like, wow, this is pretty bad language. It didn't really, it didn't really phase me as much when I listened to it the first time. But once I was kind of called out on it, I went back and listened to it. And it, it is really profanity laced. Now, there's no sexual content to it. Okay. But it, it is laced, it's laced with profanity. Um, but it was probably, alright, Let me let me think. If I can think to my my true motives and not the motives I wish I had, Mm. uh, was probably to get a few Trump supporters who may be a little bit on the fence to maybe rock the other direction. Okay. Okay. I, I really don't, I I don't mind if Trump gets elected as much as I mind if people I love are, are duped and, and become responsible for his presidency. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah responsible for voting him in. Uh, I really don't think he's a good guy. I don't think he's... But uh, Okay, so he calls Trump supporters stupid and all this stuff. I don't think that's a good tactic for getting them to stop liking him. <laughs> well, except that he, because he's a comedian, they expect that. And so, you know, if you're a Trump supporter and you're there in the audience, the way he does it, right? He's, he's a master at what he does. He... Okay. <clears throat> You know, people are just rolling. They're loving it. And even though this is an American audience, I'm pretty sure. Really? It's an
1: Australian guy, though.
0: Yeah, but I think it's an American audience. Okay. I think he actually lives and works in America. Okay. I'd have to double check that. And you know that there's a big percentage of the people in there that are probably Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. But, you know, here, here was this thing, right? He said people seem to like Trump because he's a straight talker. He says simple things that resonate with with people's fears. Yeah. He says something like, build a wall. I'm gonna build a wall. And you're at home saying, I've got a wall at home. <laughs> I understand what he's saying. I got every word of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, and, and yeah, to his credit, a lot of politicians do say a lot of strange things and things that are not always uh genuine and
1: uh kind of lofty things lofty they keep it in and the... they
0: try to speak above people to make themselves sound uh intelligent Donald Trump does not <laughs> obviously try to make himself sound intelligent um I'm trying to be nice there uh and here's the thing I don't support Hillary either I think she's just as bad on the other on the other side I don't think either one of them is a good choice. Yeah. What I don't want someone to have to bear is the fact that they jumped on his bandwagon. And then... Because I know... Well, I don't know for sure. I I have a... I have a pretty good inclination that people are not going to like his presidency if he's elected. And he's going to do some things that are very harmful to other people. uh, Including... Minorities, um, refugees, women—just about everybody—that he's shown himself to uh, be against.
1: I think whether or not he he does bad things to those people or or not, you know that uh, probably it's going to cause a big problem in the United States. Yeah, I mean, just the opposition. The Mm. amount of opposition. And also, throughout the world, just people won't be able to believe that Americans elected
0: someone like that. And they won't believe any longer, if any of them still do, that America has their best interest at heart. Mm. Um, Well, I don't think they do. Well, some might still, you know. There was a time that I believed it. I don't really anymore. Not that there aren't some Americans that... Have a heart for um, other people. I know they do, but. Anyway, uh, so where have we gotten? Are we still on any kind of a track? Are we kind of meandering? <laughs> I have no idea. So, yeah, so my point was. Uh, <laughs> We're crossing the track. How are, how are we. <laughs> we just crossed the track. Uh, how are we engaging the world around us? And. This is kind of about kind of uh, what Wayne Jacobson talks about in Finding Church is that you know we can find church everywhere. Yeah. You know, church and the kingdom uh, is not something that exists inside the four walls of a religious establishment, right? The the kingdom is something that is is moving and and uh, always on the move. Everywhere.
1: So, do you think that uh, Jesus is working?
0: through non-believers as well? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure he is. Yeah, uh, I, I think any, anywhere you see sacrificial love in the world, I think you can see people that, even, even though they do it ignorantly, are, are following Jesus. Mm. And I think it exists in the world. I think you can't deny. It. I mean, to say that only Christians truly love is a pretty big stretch. To, that that that'd be tough to to say yeah uh, there are too worry. many volunteers and and we're in a country where volunteerism is a way of life for many people
1: yeah
0: um they now yeah they may have other motives i think we all none of us none, none of our motives are absolutely pure you're um, right christians non-christians yeah <laughs> but i but i think just like uh Paul at the, was it the Acropolis or the Areopolis? I can't remember. Paul in Athens anyway, he he saw that they were worshiping an unknown God. He saw that that there was the Acropolis, right? He saw that they were worshiping an unknown God and he used that as an opportunity to introduce them to that unknown God. No, they were idol worshippers, uh, and yet there were some great. There were some great things that the Greeks were doing. You know, uh, the Greeks weren't all bad. Mm. Yeah, the world isn't all bad, and the church is certainly not all good. <laughs> and more often than not, the church doesn't look any different from the world.
1: And you know, yeah. our mm-hmm. motives, the motives behind what we do, change also. Like, they may start off really good or they may actually start off not so good and <laughs> be changed throughout the process. I love this guy.
0: You see that guy a huh? lot? Almost all the time. <laughs> Every time I take this road. That's a guy I've, I've thought, man, I want to stop and just quit. He used to be twice that size.
1: Oh, really? Uh, and yeah. he
0: would ride that bike up and down this road. Have you heard
1: of him? Did I talk about him before? No, no, no. But there was a guy in Hitachi. I guess he wouldn't get this far out, huh?
0: Man, I wouldn't be surprised because I've seen this guy. I mean, that that bicycle he was riding was screaming for help. You could hear it <laughs> creak with every time he pulled the pedal. And he lost a bunch of weight. It looks like he's put some back on and He's trying to take it off again. Oh, okay. He, he definitely looks like he has some kind of a thyroid condition. Uh, but I, I mean, for years, I've seen him on this road just pedaling that bike, and he'll pedal it up hills. Now Looks like he's off it now, but I haven't seen him in a while, so yeah. maybe he's trying to get, get back, back in to health, but I just yeah. appreciate his uh, his consistency. And yeah. Alive. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, motives. Not all of our motives are pure.
1: Yeah, yeah I was just saying that our motives can start off <clears throat> pure and good and right, and um, just as uh, we were talking earlier, we start taking credit, we start, you know, uh, trying to own it. Possessing, yeah. Possessing something yeah,
0: ourselves. trying to own it. And uh, uh, what yeah. Wayne and Brad, Brad said it was, yeah, that's usually a death sentence for work. So, yeah. So, how about today? Where are we going to find Jesus today? Uh, I
1: don't know. I was talking to, I was sort of thinking about uh, you know we're gonna be working with the two guys today uh, we'll
0: see uh,
1: what that brings the two older gentlemen
0: yeah yeah so we're we're gonna be in a raft and Pat's going to be our our guide trainer yeah you've gone from guide to guide teacher I
1: know that's my first guide training. Cool. Session here. Yeah.
0: Oh my guide. So, well, hey, we're all in the same boat. So anyway, yeah, so we're we're Pat's gonna be with three of us, three three old geezers, and he's gonna teach us how to how to be guides. Yep, I got a very tough program outline for you guys. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe we'll click off and we'll pray about, worry about how. Good idea. That's it. How to work with what God's given us today. Amen. We'll be there in about seven or eight minutes. It's a nice Harley. Johnny would like that one.
1: It's a nice Harley, um, vest. That guy's yeah. got off with
0: the American flag on the back. That's crazy. He's got an eagle. Holding the yeah, flag, yeah, it's pretty intense yeah.
1: for a Japanese guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Pat, for uh, talking with me. Yeah, thanks for letting me sit in on this. I was riding this waiting. <laughs> you are a captive guest, a captive guest, indeed. All right. Well, you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll try to get this posted up pretty soon. Goodbye.
1: Say goodbye, Pat. Goodbye.